And we're roll- Yeah, that's a new function. <laughs> it's uh, at the beginning, it always says recording in progress. That was the first time I've ever been notified. <laughs> I know. They introduced it uh, uh, last week or something. It's- very alarming but hi chris hi (laughs) i'm good i'm good i'm not good i'm actually very upset oh no what are you upset about it's raining it'll be raining for the next three weeks oh three weeks wow your meteorologists are that confident yeah i know i know i believe them yeah yeah oh wow so you so you'll believe in a meteorologist, but you won't believe in a tarot reading? <laughs> no, because those are two different things. Mm, it's basically the same science. <laughs> no, it's not. It is not. Unless unless you count like astrology as being a science. Yeah, I believe astrology is a science. It's not a science. It's pseudoscience. Uh, it's like there's also the science of like uh, reading your palms or like reading the bumps on your head, uh, which is referred to as phrenology. Yeah, uh, tea leaves, numerology. It's yeah. all science. It's all pseudoscience. What? All- how? How do you break that down? It's just fringe. No, 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 uh, they publish their own journals, they have like their own societies. And then they say like, oh, we're a science too, you know? Mm-hmm. And you can work in a scientific fashion. So you can do like your due diligence, you can do like trials, but that doesn't mean like that the core of your uh, your beliefs, the core of your, your work is in and of itself scientific. Like for example, like reading like coffee beans, for example. Is very popular in some parts of the world. So you would like cook coffee and then you would pour out the coffee and you would like look at like the rest, the coffee beans. And by doing yeah. that, you could tell someone's future or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that's not a science. That that's uh you can do that scientifically if you want, but that doesn't mean that you can come to reliable results. And the difference between the main difference between a pseudoscience and a real science is the fact that science is repeatable. So if I do something here and I show you all of my work and I say, do it yourself, then you can repeat that. And then by basically, um, you know, by association, we can say you got the same results. I got the same results. So it's pretty likely that we're actually correct. Whereas with things like uh, alchemy, astrology, uh, phrenology, you can't do any of that. Like there's a famous example of Isaac Newton trying to turn lead into gold. And it didn't work. <laughs> so there you go. Okay, okay. I I believe your mind, but I don't think always in a scientific fashion. So it, it's fine. okay. It's it's fine. <laughs> Neither do I. I'm not a scientist. I don't proclaim to be a scientist. And it's not like well, you're probably I, closer to it in in what you know because it's the only thing that I mean, essentially, isn't science proving what is physically and visually possible? I don't think so. So 
you so we have like uh, these two opposites so we have religion and science and some people say they're opposed to one another mm-hmm. um that they can't coexist i wouldn't necessarily say that neither um, would i for the simple fact that they answer two different questions and as long as they stay in their boundaries i don't think mm-hmm. there's a conflict so if science tries to do something like and by the way i wouldn't say science because science is a method not just one thing just like religion isn't just one thing it's you know you have Judaism. it's like an umbrella term exactly just to say like oh it houses all these yeah specific things but it's speaking in generic terms because that makes it easier um as long as science doesn't try to like prove or disprove god i i don't really see the problem i don't see the conflict and as long as religion doesn't try to say like oh the world is six thousand years old um because that would be a scientific claim that you can test and as long as they stay in their boundaries I don't really see the conflict, um, but I do definitely lead more towards science as like religion for the simple fact that there's no emotional appeal with like religion, you know, and but you said like uh, they say like they make like true facts. I think with science, it's more like this is the best answer we have at the moment. Yeah, but, but maybe like in 20 years, we'll have a better answer. Whereas with religion, you don't do that. You know, like we have we have the answer and we've had it for 3000 years and this is the way it's going to be. And this is the way it's always been. And that doesn't change unless you do like something like, you know, the reformation or something. So Right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. I could go on. I know you could. <laughs> no one cares. Your, your ability. I'm just like, I kept up with 50% of that. I'm very impressed that you could hold that type of conversation. It's just not my conversation to have. Oh. I'm over here like, eh. <laughs> Oh, that's just when people say Close stuff like, like spiritual and stuff. That just really grinds my gears, as the kids yes, say. Yes, I know my belief system grinds your gears. What did you call it? It was like uh, we were having a debate in my house a couple years ago when you were visiting. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you how all I was doing was picking and choosing from multiple belief systems that had already been established. Oh, that's synchronism. What's I believe, that? Define yeah, that, that for that, me. That's the same thing. It's basically like taking beliefs from different religions, which mm-hmm. is like a very Christian thing. Not saying that you're Christian, but when Christian, <laughs> but or not saying that you are or aren't, but right, right, right. Uh, uh, Christianity wouldn't spread to different cultures. That's basically what it did. Is it? It was a Roman thing too, so it kind of carried to, over to adapt to the other yeah. person's belief system close enough to where they'd be willing to convert. So then they could just do away with the old system altogether. Yeah, which is to- why we have Easter and yeah, what is it? The winter solstice references uh-huh. and. <laughs> yeah, if you want to bring it closer to home, you can like go to some of the Latin American countries and how they influence Christ they combine Christianity with local traditions. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember the one name. Was it yeah, I want to say it's black magic, but it's uh, I can't remember the name. It's something from Cuba. Uh oh, this is gonna kill me. But basically it's like um combining Christianity with like local traditions and like black magic and like rituals and stuff like that. I was going to say Santa Maria, but I don't think that's... I I know. I don't think it's specifically Cuban. No, it's not specifically Cuban. It's definitely... Um, That's... Yeah. Cuban. I have to look, too, because this is going to... I know. (laughs) Santeria. There we go. It's called Santeria. 
with a, an American pronunciation. <laughs> so Santeria. And that's oh, yeah. basically, it is from Cuba. So it's basically oh, a combination okay. of Cuban beliefs, African beliefs, Christianity, spiritualism. And it's a very, it's a mixture. It's so mm. it's a, it's a, it's a polytheistic mixture. mixture. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, huh, who, who might Yeah. I thought that came from Mexico originally. Mm, maybe. But then you, you Mexicans have different versions of Christianity too. So yeah. the, so the Germans. So everyone, there's no like one version of a belief system. Like even if you go to a church, um, and you take you ask each person in that church what they thought about the sermon, you would get different answers from every single person. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And then the intention <laughs> of the person speaking it as well, which you know, it, it propositions, you know. Mm, <laughs> my opinions of religion are also it's more from this perspective of the church and the manipulation of the masses you know versus the individual interpretation but like mm. you said uh <laughs> i understand what you're saying though <laughs> i mean that's just I, like that's a rabbit hole it, like it i could go on forever but yeah just- to sum up but, my opinion hmm? but what i think i think ultimately though it's just i mean my justification is is solely that we have our own truths and we're walking in our own life and we have that power to do and believe whatever we want to in order to um justify our experience of living <laughs> i don't know I, i'm gonna have to disagree with every single point i know uh, <laughs> For the for the simple fact that I don't think you you can't choose your beliefs, that's not, I think that's a lie. Well, how um, was it created? I don't think it was created. That's so. I think if you ask questions like that, you're presupposing the answer. So if, for example, if we go to like oh a yeah, of, I'm setting you up. A human created it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you yeah, if you can go to a bigger example, which is like who created the universe, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and by saying who, you automatically assume that it was a person. Oh, I, I just... What, no, I know what you mean. I know what you oh, mean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that wasn't what I was saying, <laughs> no, no. but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't say that religion was created in the sense that someone built a house. Um, I think it was a it was a natural process that, just like language evolves, you know, people evolve. That was something that beliefs kind of developed over time. But I wouldn't take this road of religion is just manipulating people. Because... If that were true, you would have to assume that the people in churches don't believe what they're saying. And I definitely believe there are some liars. I'm not going to like say names. Yeah, I was going to say like inherently I'd like to think that religion and belief systems were created to explain things and mm. to honor those things that provided sustenance and sustainability over, you know, when you didn't have much and you just hope that your harvest would come in and you're like, Oh, thank the sun for providing rays of energy, <laughs> like all this mm-hmm. stuff. So then it went from just an, uh, a natural order of just being thankful for specific mm-hmm. uh, entities that you felt out of observant was being helpful mm-hmm. to then um, justifying <clears throat> it as something to worship and again, it could still be without the intent of, of anything bad, but then it's like as soon as you create empires and, and structures of yeah. um, 
of just basically justifying conquering other lands in certain civilizations, then you're just taking on the same mindset to create then a church, you know, around simple beliefs. Mm-hmm. So now you have an empire. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and you could literally, um, what is it? Quote, um, distract the, the senses of the people following you mm-hmm. with good intentions to get exactly what you need out of them, which is obedience and, you know what I mean? Structure, predictability, so that this way they don't go out and revolt. <laughs> it's like a nice way to just like keep things even <laughs> and under control. Basically, but like, I think people, so people believe something because they've been convinced of it for more or less, either for good reasons or for bad reasons. I think it's a little bit like respect and love. Like, I can't, you can't force me to respect you. It's either I respect you or I don't. But I can pretend like I respect you because maybe there's a benefit. The same with love. Like, I can pretend that I love someone because maybe if I do that, um, then I'll get something in return. But those are genuine feelings that you generally become convinced of. And that's the same for, like, religion, which is, like, either you believe your religion or you don't, but you can't, like say like oh today i'm going to be this and tomorrow i'll be that Mm. that's like how kind of beliefs generally work in my opinion um is you come to believe something because you've been convinced of it and generally you're convinced for reasons and not just like well i mean why not like (laughs) and like why not believe that that's how i see it Mm. yeah it's okay it's okay to be wrong it's it's okay to be absolutely right (laughs) but to each his own i don't i don't really care Um, i know that's why we're still friends (laughs) as long as i can live the only the only time it becomes a problem for me is when i'm not allowed to live my life because someone thinks i need their religion yeah you need my full belief system in order to exist chris (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and that's it um but i don't discriminate so um yes just getting distracted can you explain your background that i'm seeing oh that is a picture yeah <laughs> he's being so descriptive <laughs> i'm sure all of our audio friends are uh enjoying your picture so what's so, going on back there <laughs> so this is a background that is a picture of the japanese festival called kodomo no hi which is basically the children's day and oh. it was part of the golden week in japan so the golden week is basically at the end of april i think and it consists of a week full of like traditional holidays. And because there are so many holidays in this week, the whole week is just basically like nationwide lockdown. So like all the shops are closed, people stay at home. And so usually it's like six or seven days of holidays. <clears throat> and this is one of the, the, the days. And basically you create like these wind socks that look like fish and you hang them up throughout the city and uh you sing like songs and you sing praise and you thank the children that they're alive and you thank them for being a part of your life and uh you wish them a good and healthy and happy future and yeah and i have a friend yeah i know right i love them i love japanese holidays they're very they're very descriptive they're very colorful yeah and i have a friend in japan who 
has two children and she sent me this because this was not from her house this was from the mall oh okay yeah I think it's like from from some mall where they uh yeah where they were at for the day so it's really cool oh that's cute yeah yeah Yeah, and it's little it's little fishies um decorative fishies Mm. not real fishies (laughs) no they're they're like uh black and red and stuff so that's cute no they're not real fish but (laughs) just real fish hanging on the ceiling like thank you children for being alive it's like oh (laughs) but yeah so that's pretty much it that's awesome yeah my my background's definitely just packing boxes and my gudetama poster (laughs) oh i thought that was cheese but yeah (laughs) I'm obsessed with Gudetama. I can't wait to get my my whole computer set up um, in my new apartment so this way I could show off all of my collected merchandise. <laughs> oh, I don't collect merchandise. <clears throat> yeah. It's too expensive. I really, well, I just really love Gudetama. He's like a little egg, except he's aware he's an egg and he's okay if he's being used, but he's also okay with just chilling and like he's a very he's the lazy egg (laughs) but he's a way of life and i aspire (laughs) that is very deep (laughs) yeah yeah like i have a whole book on it it's so silly but it's basically like the ways of gudetama and it could be its own religion (laughs) oh religion yeah i know (laughs) i aspire to the ideals though and that's what matters but you know, uh, I I don't know. I tether my um, my beliefs with what I've experienced in life, and I'd say that um, you know that would involve things like ghosts and um, people really. from the as- afterlife and um, seeing darker presidents. Presidents. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I, didn't know you- I was in the dark <laughs> guys the number one spiritual dilemma is seeing darker presidents i mean the last four years before this year was the darkest timeline for sure <laughs> wow yeah that's true yeah, yeah like i'm just gonna say demonic president presence presence demonic, demonic president i like that there yeah. you go. <laughs> experience oh god demonic presence and darker presence yeah i don't know what that means but that sounds interesting it's yeah it's interesting i am very also um a hypochondriac at my core (laughs) and i was just saying the other day because something that happened to me which was absolutely ridiculous and i i guess i should preface that with like um every experience I've ever had has taught me to just stay calm Mm -hmm. and then just invoke a level of authority to get it to go away um and so I don't necessarily panic when I see stuff like that Mm -hmm. um and it doesn't happen always uh when I say I'm spiritually inclined I definitely lean towards more um for towards witchcraft Uh, However, I haven't been willing to, I've always felt like I was the person (laughs) that the minute I start doing anything towards those paths, other than just protecting myself, Mm -hmm. um, 
is that it would invoke more activity and I just am not interested it's more like oh no I'm good just stay out of my space Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so I've always just been into like protection wards um oh for people who will eventually see our videos I had an authentic witch create like my Tim gifted me a protection spell for our house and then I also have one in my purse and uh, it's basically just a a mishmash of very specific things Mm -hmm. Uh, I know you're like it looks like stuff in a bottle (laughs) it is I like that song (laughs) but uh it could be charged by the moon and uh yeah it has our names in it um to protect the house but mm-hmm. i think it's i think it's helpful i also have mm, um infinite amount of crystals mm-hmm. will we'll do it can i do it like a makeup thing where i just yeah, like show it, it off wow yeah. oh and there it goes <laughs> But yeah, I know that your eyes see like it's fun because he has his his topics of interest that you're super passionate about. And then I know even showing him these things, he's like, oh, okay. And his eyes glaze over. Oh, that's not oh, that's not true. I but respect I mean, everyone's belief system to a I certain mean, extent. I so um in, in terms of my belief, I just think that there's an inherent power that we get from nature, from ourselves, our connection to everyone and everything. Mm-hmm. And then I also believe that there's just an internal power that can shift. Um, it could just shift the outcomes of things. I believe that intention has everything to do with, with where our world is going and how things are going. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's it's harder to get into when you're not prepared for it. <laughs> I was just trying to go back into it because, you know, with witchcraft, it's more about spells and everything. But mm-hmm. at the core of it, it's usually using natural um, using natural items to produce something with a specific intention. So, well, when I, I you would- know. I mean, I can subscribe to that. I think I have more of a problem with the terminology than anything else. So, life is a walking technicality to you. No. <laughs> I, well, what do you mean? When people say they feel like they're connected to nature and stuff, well, on like a literal level, sure. I mean, we we're part of the world, so in that sense, we we kind of have to be connected. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not connected to Mars, so <laughs> I don't live there, but I'm, right, yeah. I, I'm connected here because I'm part of the, the system. So for better or for worse. So in that way, sure. I can say we're all connected, right? Um, but if you want to go so far as to say that we're all connected in some kind of ethereal or spiritual kind of fashion. Yeah. Sh- straight out of uh, Avatar. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> we I'm connected gonna... to... Uh, mother Gaia and you know it's it it may not be centered around a specific sacred tree because we have uh at least a couple of those left before they chop them down um (laughs) but you know uh our yeah we are gifted with the ability to be 
connected to i know i see your face but <laughs> i mean but, i mean yeah, it's just i don't know i just i i think it's a good principle to live by but it's something i would hang my hat on so in that regard no not, not really um it's the, same, it's the same for like like any belief system like reincarnation or uh, karma or uh like divine judgment uh all all that fancy jazz it's it's nothing you can prove one way or another so there's really no point in like like trying to convince someone of it i like the principles of certain things so and so i see them on a metaphorical level it's something like i would like say definitively this is true so like like for example like there are plenty of like Christian principles I think are quite interesting. Like love your yeah. neighbor, be nice to someone, uh, stuff like that. Right. But it's not like I want to go out and worship the Bible, um, or like other like Buddhist principles. Like, I guess in like a colloquial sense, I would say karma is good. Although I think karma has its problems too. But yeah, all that fun jazz. <laughs> I, I believe that most of religion is inherently just a suggested way to live your life. Um, but I think as long as it's inherently positive, then there's no harm done. Uh, because I think we inherently all benefit from people who are just trying their best um, to not impose any type of negative behavior or chaotic belief <laughs> on other people. So like, even though you don't, believe any of that you're still a very decent human being who's very nice <laughs> and you know compassionate and impassioned and <laughs> you I know could, I could believe that I mean or I could agree with that sorry <laughs> but <laughs> the problem with that is like some people say like well what's the harm if I'm not hurting anyone and it makes me feel good and it makes me a good person and I guess on one level, sure, I mean, that's true. But on the other level, it kind of taints your worldview, you know? Like, if you have, like, a really bad belief, for example, mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily hurt you, like, indirectly, it'll allow you for, like, for example, like, to make, uh, to, uh, what, what, would be, what would be a better example? Conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. so if you're open to like one or two conspiracy theories it doesn't matter it could be any of them it doesn't matter okay like if you're just like really open you're really into this and they've done a lot of studies is that it's not like you just believe in one conspiracy theory you believe in multiple conspiracy theories and you think that they're all some kind of connected and so by having like a bad belief or having a belief that is not necessarily grounded anything it, that leads into other beliefs that are less logical you know so if you start off with like the, the belief that let's say like magic exists just like to, in general it's like magic well i mean then it's not a far step to say like there are like people who like do black magic and your your neighbor's a witch and is trying to like you know curse you and and stuff like that that's what that, i mean that okay so what you just said right yes it it sounds negative therefore the impact of that person's mind is chaotically negative which can impact the people around them and his environment you could say the same thing or i could let's say i'm saying the same thing right Mm. but i'm saying it with positive thought 
that they're not doing black magic that they're doing qual like because the average witch isn't out to hex everybody around them and for those yes, that they are. are they're quite <laughs> oh my god no we don't shame witches no <laughs> this isn't gonna become salem all over again <laughs> no but i would say that generally like anybody with any amount of power if it's positive, then it will reap rewards for everybody around them. I'll and give you I'll give you a concrete example. Oh, if, someone, if someone <laughs> believes, if someone is a witch and believes in magic, mm-hmm. you have two options. Let's say someone's sick. And someone says for it doesn't, it could be you could be a religious person too, it doesn't be a witch. And okay. they say, Don't go to the hospital, I'll pray for you, or I'll make you some kind of herb or some kind of potion, and sure. you'll feel better. And if it's like something minor, like let's say you hurt your foot, okay, that's mm-hmm. not that's not okay. Then you can like pray for me and like do a potion. That's that, there's nothing there's no like real cost. But right. let's say for example you have like like a super bad illness, something like like diabetes or something that is like you need to have real treatment for. Western medicine, sure. Yeah, and you're like, no, no, don't go. Like I'll make you like an herb or potion or I'll pray for you. <laughs> no, 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 that's no, not. <laughs> n- no, it's that's that's. Well, it's definitely happened. That's happened plenty of times. Like okay. there, yeah. But, and that's okay. what it. And that's what I mean about like having beliefs that can lead to consequences. So, yeah. but I'm gonna say the modern witch isn't preventing people from going to the hospital. However, if you needed, like, let's say you needed a heart medication pill to prevent yourself from getting heart attacks, yeah, uh, whatever. Like yeah, it's been proven from my sources that you can the, like the main source of that pill is a pro, is a, a product of dandelions no wait what are the little yellow guys that are seen as weeds is oh that, that that's, that's very discriminatory oh <laughs> i was like wait no it's yellow too uh Ulips, dandelions yellow it's roses not, it's not a pretty it's it's not a pretty um flower a weed drugs but i know what you mean um i'm not saying that you can't have these these yeah those are dandelions yeah those are dandelions Mm. i'm not saying that you can't like have natural medicine i would never say that but all i'm saying is that you could avoid going through a pharmaceutical and you can produce your own yes and and no they're they're exploiting you for the amount of money that that, that's true that you're yeah. spending so like in in this term you're saying oh i know the the main source of the the medication and i know that i could do it myself and that same company who creates that heart medication is also the same person that's convinced the market that these things are just weeds and so they produce the weed killer so it's almost just like so that you couldn't naturally source this you would have to grow your own in fear of that weed killer getting into your system and it's known to cause um like there was a whole thing oh i have to look up that story now but no, that's <laughs> but go ahead go ahead <laughs> i'm not i'm not saying that you can't have natural remedies but what i am saying is you can't always know that because not everyone's a doctor. I'm also, I'm not also, I'm also not a mechanic. So you could say like, oh, you can fix your own car instead of paying like a thousand dollars for having someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a minor fix. 
Sure. I mean, it could be like, let's say it's a minor fix for like a hundred dollars and they charge 600, but I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I think I know what I'm doing and what I've done actually works. And my car is fixed, but for all I know, I could have broken something in the process or maybe there's some like, like maintenance I have to do after like a hundred miles, you know, like what they say, like you have to tighten your bolts and you can't know any of that. And so mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that it's not a simple for like your heart, for example, I mean, sure, you could take like some pills and say like, yeah, I feel better, but that's pretty serious. And you should definitely go to a heart doctor who knows, because it's not about like them pushing pills, you know, that's, that's part right. of like, that's part of the treatment. It's also, but, yeah, I, I wasn't, but I was just saying that I know, like, I know, I know. They, could, they could definitely cohabitate. It, yeah. it doesn't have to be, it, I would never say it should exclusively be one because you know, that's not the point. I, I definitely am just against the way that pharmaceutical companies handle things. That's the, the, the problem is, is that a lot of people in the U.S. feel like everything should be a business and everything should be run like a business. And for, for the most part, I think that's true. So if you have like a bank, it should be run like a business. If you have a restaurant, it should be run like a business. But there are some things that shouldn't be run like a business. So these are like social institutions. So like, yeah. for example, like hospitals, I don't think they should be run like businesses or like schools, whether that yeah. be like K through 12 or um, like higher education in the sense of like universities. Because when you run them like businesses, you end up hurting people. And that is a very... I don't want to say American concept because that exists in like other, like that exists in England that exists. It's in, like extreme capitalism. Yeah. Unvetted. Mm. Yeah. It's and just that, very shameful. <laughs> but like medicine here, for example, is extremely cheap. So yeah, if I you know. go to, if you go to like the doctor, um, you're really not going to pay a lot for like the medicine. So the most they cap it at like 20, 30 bucks, maybe. So it's really, it's for so some people who are poor, that is actually a lot of money. So you can actually uh, get like a voucher to not have to pay like the 20, 30 bucks for like whatever. But generally speaking, the medicine you get here is, ex- is extremely cheap. Um, but no, I, I definitely think you should use like a naturalistic approach wherever possible. Yeah, that, that's all I'm saying. I would never so blindly be like, oh yeah, I've been having the stabbing pain in my stomach for four to five days and it's intensifying and maybe I should just go see a witch doctor. <laughs> like like uh, just somebody who specializes in it and could potentially give me like, I don't know, a newt and uh, you know, a raspberry concoction and call it a day. <laughs> I mean, at the, at the end of the day, both systems are using the same ingredients. But the way those ingredients are used and what the real effects are, Mm -hmm. you know, let's say, for example, like some, I don't know, like witch doctor or whatever says, like, if you take this newt, it'll increase your, your, your spiritual energy and you'll feel better. And, and you take it and you actually, you do feel better. And then you go to a doctor and he says, yeah, yeah, you do feel better, but that's because it's maintaining your blood sugar or something. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, go on. Oh, all I was going to say is testing has a lot to do with, like, basically Western medicine streamlines, like, the cause, you know, yeah. like you said, and it could even be a placebo. 
I, I can't tell you how many studies that I've read where it's like, oh, the medicine worked for those who didn't even take the medicine. Like they were mm. like, uh, you know, cause they always have the control group and then they have the placebo effect and then they usually have that. And like placebo often does well too because they think they're taking the real thing. <laughs> like I mean, with it, weight loss. <laughs> yeah, it does have its limits though. Like, yeah. Um, I mean, if you have like a very serious illness, uh, placebo is yeah, not going to help you but usually placebo, no. <laughs> it, yeah but usually placebo is there to make sure that your mind can't override this right so then i would have been agreeing with you that you know like mind over matter it doesn't really it does really affect a lot of things you know mm-hmm. I, I i think this happened to you, probably happened to you it's happened to me plenty of times where i really don't want to go to work and I, there's this movie with woody allen i can't remember the movie but um he has to go on stage and he really doesn't want to like in this movie the character and he's like i really don't so he's playing a character and he's like i really don't want to go on stage like i feel so bad and and he's just like he's like breaking out in sweat like he he feels like he has to vomit like he you can see that the guy is just like really sick and then they're like and then his assistant comes in he's like yeah okay we called it all off you don't have to go the show's canceled and then then the next moment he's like he feels just fine you know so like the symptoms are gone and i know for me there are times i haven't been wanting to go to work and I was like, oh, my head starts hurting, my stomach starts hurting. And then before you know it, like I feel sick and I can't go to work. But like an hour before that, I felt completely fine. And then as a punishment for the whole day, I actually do feel sick and I can't do anything. I don't know if that's ever happened to you, but definitely like if you get yourself worked up, that, that can influence your body. Yeah. So. Yeah, as somebody who has... Um a gifted talent for uh, social anxiety, I would say that that plays a huge role in both uh, situations where I'm very uncomfortable. And then of course, uh, I'd say, especially when I start the job for the first time where I haven't created any type of comfort zone. I remember Mm. McDonald's was probably the worst. Uh, I thought I was going to barf the whole first day. And then I got there and it was so busy. They decided to get a new hire in at 11 a.m which is like the beginning of the rush Mm -hmm. and I was just like I don't think I could be here I actually made it all the way in and I was like I don't think I could be here I think I need to go home and he was like no 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 listen all I need you to do right now is just go get some buckets of ice (laughs) and I did that for like 15 minutes and I don't think I started feeling better until like an hour or two later but he just kept giving me very small tasks to do and so like I wasn't overwhelmed completely by that rush but it was definitely the worst out of all of my jobs <laughs> oh wow yeah, yeah I mean yeah I, I I can get that I can understand that yeah it's just whenever you're yeah the barrage of many a people <laughs> true true so what you drinking there? Whiskey. Wow. No, How manly. No, it's, <laughs> it is very manly. But I'm drinking hot love, which is a tea I like. <laughs> yeah, the tea. The very manly, very manly. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the name of the tea in, in German. But yeah, I like it. It's very sweet. Tastes like berries. Oh, that's cool. It smells a little bit like teen spirit, but I, I like it, so. <laughs> so funny that you bring that up the other day I was uh talking with a friend catching up mm-hmm. and I told her how embarrassed I was um because she didn't find like 
Nirvana interesting, not even when it was at its most popular. She's, you know, like a, a couple years older than me. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, she didn't, she didn't. <laughs> She, it wasn't her teens it was like i think her 20s or 30s you mm-hmm. know what i mean so like it may have just presented itself differently to her yeah. um so but for me i was obsessed with it our senior year and i remember putting in in our yearbook like i had answered questions and you know they they pick whatever one they want like whatever sounds the best but mm-hmm. they picked that for me like what song could you listen to over and over again uh, for the rest of your life? And I picked Smells Like Teen Spirit. And even now, it just makes me cringe because I'd say like two years later, I had listened to it so much that like I'm at a point in my life where I never need to hear it again. Um, Maybe it's because I'm not a teen anymore. <laughs> like it's very nostalgic. Like, well, if I, I, yeah, I mean, like, oh, sorry, don't go on. No, no, you're fine. I was gonna say, like, it's that's for a completely different generation. That was for the the generation that came before. So, I mean, the whole grunge movement was, you know, pure '90s. Yeah. Um. So, and people who were listening to grunge were were already in their teens, and I we were like not in our teens but i like nirvana i wouldn't say that wait when did it come out like 93 or okay something. well then i discovered it in high school and it was perfect so i, don't I mean know. <laughs> he, i believe he committed suicide in 94 oh yeah so, i guess that was just linked to the game <laughs> yeah unfortunately like i love a lot of uh nirvana's music like fun fact there's actually another band called nirvana from i think it was from like england and the, there was a bit of like name conflict and they were afraid they would have to change their name. Like they didn't, like they kept it, but they're like, oh, there's another band called Nirvana. So oh, fun fact. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I do. I, I do like a lot of their music, especially the bass riffs and a lot of their songs. Um, yeah. So I do. I really enjoy grunge too. Well, I wouldn't say I enjoy grunge. That's pretty much the only grunge band I actually truly love. There have been like a couple of, post grunge bands i'd like the most famous of which is breaking benjamin yeah the, the most famous post grunge band um but even then only the first couple of albums i would say in high school and even now i'm more of like a new metal person even though new metal's almost completely dead so like corn lincoln park uh a couple limp biscuit songs although i don't really listen to limp biscuit but <laughs> i don't even think limp biscuit listens to limp biscuit <laughs> Fred Durst but, <laughs> yeah like Corn and Lincoln Park were like because those are like part of like musical movements that like no longer really exist like and you were you were a true juggalo right no what what was that wasn't that ACDC or <laughs> no that was uh, oh damn actually now I don't remember the name I really forgot I know I, know. I haven't said it out loud in so long <laughs> What's the band? Um, <laughs> it's a great question. Uh, People are gonna hate me. <laughs> oh, Insane Clown Posse, of course. Oh, yeah. No. I, I kept. I was thinking of the acronym, acronym, and I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> I mean, I don't really. I was. I, mean, I was really into it. It's still a was. thing. Like, Is there's. It? Yeah, um, I remember it was like maybe four years ago. Uh, we, I was going to, oh wait, 
It was right before uh, Patty and Josh's wedding when we were going mm. to get alterations on my dress in Alton. There was a juggalo fest going on by the river. <laughs> I mean, I never really got into it. I love it. it. I, I just like so so what's really cool is that while it's not necessarily relevant and they're not really going hard as you know as they were in the past the and and they're considered um a gang i don't know if you knew that like they were almost put on um terrorist watch groups for some reason uh and it was mostly like they're just super kind people who love what they love and they're just chaotic but honestly it's chaotic good for the most part Mm -hmm. and like the band themselves and everything they had that um oh man there was something that revolved around fighting for some type of injustice and that was it was wonderful so shout out to them i i really considered myself um a juggalo or the female version of that for (laughs) for a whole semester in high school a juggler so i i don't know but we're, we're gonna have to make a cut here and because we're running out of time okay so we're gonna take a nice little break and yeah. then we'll be back next week yeah. all right i'm glad you were timing this because i forgot to time us and just started my timer so officially it's okay it's only been two minutes but okay. hey guys we'll catch you next week all right bye bye